Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Welcome to the Riverside Flow Service from the Macarius Church Headquarters with God's servant, Bishop Eddie Addy. At the Riverside, you are watered, revitalized, established, and spurred on into victory. Be strengthened as you listen. pray father thanks a million for another wonderful privilege to be in your presence we ask that you will open our eyes unless our eyes are opened we cannot see the things you are showing us unless our ears are opened we cannot hear what you are telling us and unless our hearts are opened we cannot embrace what you are giving us We ask you to help us today and take us further. In this service, let our levels change. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. How can I say thanks? It's a series I'm beginning on Sunday, but I want to introduce it today. And um, I'm introducing it today with a topic I have entitled myself, my reasonable service. So let's go to Romans. You know the verse already. So let's go to Romans chapter 12 and verse number 1. I beseech you, everybody read with me. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourselves, your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. Aha. Uh-huh. Which is your word? Which is your reasonable service? I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. Holy means special or dedicated. Or sanctified. Like something that you have put aside for somebody. Like I keep telling people, when you are in a home and there is a father in the house, there must be a chair dedicated to the father, to his honor. There must be a, 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 cap, a, a cutlery, set of cutlery and crockery that are dedicated to him. The system where everybody uses everything is a, is a, is a bad message. And it's a bad message that should not be entertained in the house. Because you are trying to say that there is no order in this house. And there is no rank in this house. But there is, which is, and should not be. There must be rank. There must be a head. You may say, oh, he's not wise. But you see, I just started the message, so I don't know why somebody is trying to spoil my message, but, you know, he may, you may say he's not wise, but wise 
is in your eyes and your estimation, your thinking is wise. But God didn't say that, you know, the, the wise husband is the head of the house. He just said the husband is the head of the wife. And you are the one who are, even let's say, if, let's say you, you say he's, he's not wise. In a sense, he's a fool. You went to choose a fool as your head. So I don't know which of you is the fool. Because the one who chose the fool eh? is a what? Uh, you see? If you go by the logic you are operating by, you will be insulting your own self. Or you'll be shooting yourself in the foot. Because who chose him? If let's say we have a president and we say he's not doing anything. Who chose him? Are we not the ones who chose him? We have chosen somebody who is not doing anything. Then now you are... Yes. And then <laughs> when the time comes for you to vote, you say you don't have a card. You say I have voted... I have voted uh, this thing. This thing. This thing. Yes. I voted. So whichever vote you cast is what you choose for yourself. So if something, somebody is there who is not doing what you want, you put him there. So anyway, that's why I'm saying that in a home, don't say that God is not whatever. Maintain the rank. It's very important. It's very important. Do you understand that? Because in God and in the things of God, there is hierarchical order. Yes. It's not just someone changing. Everybody is just everywhere. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Anyway, so I'm preaching today on how can I say thanks with the subtopic, my reasonable service. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, that's where we came about. Special. Dedicated. So what it means is that if you have given your life to Jesus, you must give your bodies, your life, as a sacrifice. And it must be holy. Holy is special. So Paul was saying that why should you take what is Christ and make it a part of Belial. Do you see? Because the body is, belongs now if you present it and is holy and is uh, dedicated to the Lord. It must not also be used for ignoble purposes. What concord hath Christ with Belial? We start from verse maybe 14 even or 13. He says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord or agreement has Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? Does it continue? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. So now you are the temple of God. So when you become a Christian, are you following the message? Are you following the message? So 
when you give your life to Christ, this admonition says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. That, that means you are not dead, because normally sacrifices are dead. But you are living, but you are, like, you are dead. You are not a, a dead sacrifice, you are a living sacrifice. You are alive, but you are supposed to have... It's like if you are a sacrifice, you should be dead to the Lord. I mean, dead for him. You have died for him. So you have died to yourself, and you are alive for him. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. You see, so you are crucified, but you are alive. Normally, crucifixion means death. But you are crucified by your life. He says, because the life I live now, I live it by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I'm not living to myself. Amen. That's where the, the holy comes in. It doesn't mean just don't fornicate. You see, the fornication is trying to say that you are using what is Christ for something that is not Christ. Because fornication is, you know, you are, you are using your body wrongly, you know. That, that, that thing belongs to Christ. And you are going to give it to a boy or to a girl or when you are doing something that is not so. Sad. Can you take what belongs to Christ and go and add it? Something that's supposed to be holy, dedicated. So it's not that fornication, when you don't fornicate, then you are holy. <laughs> what about quarreling? <laughs> Do you understand? What about bitterness and forgiveness? What about pride? Do you see? Yeah, today we were binding Leviathan. Yes, and the spirit of pride. Yes. Did you bind it? Because mm. it's something that you, you may not even know that you have it. A lot of our reactions are based on pride, but you don't know it. If they say city and you change your face pet. It's symptomatic of that thing. But you may never know. <laughs> Are you listening to me? When somebody doesn't greet you, and you, 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 you how does he dare you not greet me? That thing is coming. It's called pride. And Leviathan, he says that is the, is the king eh, of all the sons of pride. What about that one? What about what your eyes are also doing? Because the Bible talks about three main sources of sin in this world. The, the lust of the flesh, which therefore makes you fornicate, commit adulteries, kill, fight, and all those things, murder and so on. And then there's also the lust of the eyes, which is what your eyes see. And then... It makes you, without talking, without doing anything, you see that you have become something. <laughs> so Jesus even quantif- uh, qualified sin as sins that are in the heart based on what you have seen with your eyes. That if you look at a woman, you see. So be careful when somebody has dressed nice. That you don't look, you look, okay, it's beautiful, go on, move on. God's creation, you have, first look was, you are admiring God's creation. Second look becomes a problem. And some of you go to the extent where you undress. Uh-huh. 
So you may sit here thinking that me, me, I'm not, me, I've never fornicated, but you are worse. That's why, you know, when people say that, oh, it's just pornography that I watch, but I'm not really, I don't fornicate, I don't really do it. You see, but when you are watching, it makes you think. It makes you have an erection. It makes you imagine. And then sometimes you even imagine a particular person in the same mood with you. Fantasize. Do you see? And Jesus said, you have already committed. Those brothers who say that, oh, I only brushed. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't, I I just, I was just painting. I just painted the entrance of the door. I didn't really enter the door. Do you understand? I don't know whether, I don't know whether I'm preaching. Am I supposed to be preaching or what? Yeah. (laughs) Somebody is asking whether you are taking a sample for a doctor. A smear, maybe like maybe a doctor. So like you are taking like a smear for uh, some kind of uh, laboratory experiment. Since when did you join the lab, people? Where is your overall? Where is your overcoat that you are using to work? Show us your overcoat and show us your your tools that you are using to work. Don't bring yourself at all. You see. So if if you look, cry, you have committed it already. Then when you are brushing, dear, it's like you, 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 you finished it more than three weeks ago. Anyway, so the Bible says, present your body holy. Holy means special to God. It's, it's special. That's why I'm saying that. When you are in a house and there is a father, he must be special. When he comes home, there should be all who are playing, doing their own thing, should stop and concentrate on he who has come and welcome him properly before you continue what you are doing. Don't just say that, oh, he normally comes, so he has come. He, he knows where the, his room is and he knows where the bathroom is. He has a key already. He will let himself in. Sometimes he has opened the gate he has, by remote, because these days everything is remote. He has re- done the work of remote. He has opened the thing. He has entered. Everybody is just, it's like everything continues as was. I'm teaching you some, you, you people. That's why there are many homes, the children rise up and become rebellious. Because they don't see authority. But it cannot be that you are in a house, there's a father, and it's as if you are fatherless. And if you're, you, 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 if you're, you are in a home, make things special. A chair is special. Daddy's chair, don't sit on it. I mean, I don't, I didn't ask them to buy this chair. No, my, my chair was this red and purple one's beer that even I, everybody sits on. Then I just chose one and put it here. One day when I came, they had made a chair. And this chair and put it here. Do you see? And they say, so that it looks a bit special from everyone else. I mean, it's not my choosing. But they have put it there. If I don't sit on it, I have to sit on the table. You understand? So I have to sit on it. But it's okay. Yes. You don't have to frown on it. All the sofas are the same, but there's a particular slot. It gives you a good angle to the television. And your daddy has chosen that one. Don't say that I like this spot because when I sit there, I see the TV better. Even though daddy sits there, me too. When he's not there, I sit there. Then when he comes, he should find other places to see because I sat here first. 
Yes. No, but many homes, that's how it is. Even the children. But you, the mother, should say, that's daddy's chair, don't sit on it. That's daddy's plate, don't use it. That's daddy's glass. Don't just take it because it's a glass was sitting there and nobody was using it. You have taken it. The one who comes next should choose another glass. You say, hey, but that's what you do. Anyway, I don't want to preach about marriage. I'm just preaching about this part. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of So if there's a car, that is daddy's car. That one, dear, we know that. You don't touch. So he says I should clean it. So I'm reversing and then I'll, I'll repack it. I'm warming it. If you have not been able to warm it, leave it alone. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So dedication. Holy. This is what makes Christ sees your body as something that's for him. The Bible says, present your bodies as a living, something that is not dead yet. Don't wait till your body is dying before you present it. Because he wants it living. But some people bring their bodies when they have finished this they are on retirement, the body is weak, you, have, you need medicines to sustain it, all kinds of uh, physiotherapy to make, make you walk and everything. So now I want to serve God. I know a lady like that, she was working in a bank, she retired at 60, then she went to her office, that, her church that she wants to, so now she's free. She wants to help. So they gave her accounts, some accounts, welfare, something to do. Even my own mother, she was doing that. She had retired a long time. And she was working in her church as the welfare something, something, director or officer or something. So sometimes when I go, I see a lot of cards, she's people's contributions. Because they have a welfare fund, so everybody contributes. Then it's like tight card. Then you contribute, they write your contribution and she'll be calculating the money. Hey! When she has retired as a nurse, well, yeah, she can't run. She can't walk fast. Do you see? She can't eat pepper. That's when she's going to work for her, 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 her church. <laughs> yes. When she was young, beautiful, and available, at that time, there was no consideration to present the body, the mind, when it is sharp. It can memorize. It can calculate. It is numerate. It has power of analysis. It can read. It can now. Your eyes are fading. You can't see well. You want to bring it when you can't see well. Do you understand? Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy. That is dedicated to the Lord. Don't use your body. You sit, fornicate, smoke, go and jam, dance at other places. You see, some of you use your energy. When you see them in the church, they are cooler. Dancers are dancing. They'll be looking at them. But why is the church that people are jumping, jumping, and the boy using his buttocks and going up and down like he's doing something, be doing something, be hey, what church is this? Meanwhile, those people, 
You should see them when they are at Afrikiko. Yes. You should see them. They, they can dance and sweat. They never break a sweat in the church. For praises, for worship, for anything, for dancers are dancing, preaching is nice. You see them there? But they are wild. You should see them in the midst of two girls. One here, one here. He will do this, then he will do this. Then he will turn, do this, then do this. Say, hey! Twerking. Grinding. They do all. So you present your bodies for... That's why I say, the body that God has given you, he also likes it. He made it, he likes it. He knows how to use it. The intelligence you have. You don't use it for God. When now your memory is fading, you can't memorize. You say you want to teach new believers. <laughs> or you say you want to teach uh, whatever. Do you see? Save church. Or whatever. Like you can't memorize. Even the songs, when you sing, you, you'll be mixing the lines. One to one to one. To, you, 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 your mind, your brain is not, is not as sharp as it used to be. When it was living. When it was alive. When I was going to, um, when I finished my national service in 1988, a lot of companies, I don't know what happened, but they were around 25 years at that time. I don't know how it happened. Maybe from 1963, 63, a lot of companies were born then. So by 88, they were like 25. And they were now coming to recruit young graduates. And they say, um, Management trainees must be numerate. That means that you, numbers you no know, shouldn't frighten you, <laughs> and should not be more than twenty-five, because they also want young people. Because they know from having worked with several people that when you are not, you are more than twenty-five, forty-five, fifty-two. Hey, if they take you now, share. Computers come, you say you don't like what is this Excel? Excel. You know, something be one man was in a, a place when computer was the computer age had come and you know companies were buying computers and computerizing their systems. The man was angry. Share. He said, Me if they bring this computer, 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 I will resign. <laughs> if they bring this computer, computer thing, I will resign. Well, he's old. Yeah. When you get a young person, computer. Hey! Why are they not bringing some to the office? I hear they have, they have brought 50. They bought 100 the other day. And they've been sharing about It's like our office. No, we made the requisition, but it hasn't come to our office. When is it coming? A young person is looking for computer. An old one wants to resign. When your knees are not as strong. And when you are getting up, if you are, if you are not careful and you don't get up slowly, you, they will need an ambulance to come for you. That's why he says, present your bodies. A living. It's alive, but it's a sacrifice. It's alive. I thank God that I found Jesus. 1976. I was 13 years old. 14 years. By 17 years, I was secretary of the scripture union. Yeah. 
18 years, I was active in the ministry as a young man. Going to villages to preach, going here to preach. My body was a living sacrifice. I was not chasing girls. I was not smoking weed. I was not drinking akpeteshi. I was not into pito. Neither was I into club. Beer. If you are alive, the Bible says holy and then acceptable unto God. You see, sometimes when you are, you are coming to say, you, you think that God doesn't have any standard, that you are the one who will determine what is a standard and what is acceptable to God. It is even funny. <laughs> your small small body and your small small brain you think that you are the one who, who should dictate to God what is the appropriate way to serve him or to do his things oh I'll come on Sunday you know but you know weekday <laughs> so that traffic by the time I'm coming <laughs> the traffic is so mild that <laughs> I'll be so tired you know so some of the weekdays it's difficult it's difficult yeah that's your service. That's your, your reasonableness. That's what is your acceptable standard. But God's acceptable standard is not just give me, give me your hand or give me your leg. He says, my son, give me your heart. 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 My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. My ways. Not yours. Do you understand, Joshua? You see, my son, give me your heart. When your heart is with the Lord, do you see? Everything else is connected to your heart. Yeah. Whatever is in your heart is what plays out. That's why Jesus said that for from the heart, for from within, for from within, proceed all the things, fornication, adultery, whatever, murder, this, this, this. Everything is from inside there. So if you are going to serve God, hmm, give me your heart first. That's why I see, if you have genuinely given your heart to the Lord, you have no option. There's no option. Once the heart is given to the Lord and properly given, he expects that the body will flow because the heart is the center of your being. It's your labab. It is the center of all you do. Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So brothers and sisters, his admonition is to give three things he's telling us. That I am beseeching you, therefore brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Living. Alive. Athletic. Acrobatic. Gymnastic. The, 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 the agility. Do you see? Present it. And then holy means dedicated. It's, it's, it's for God. Yes, it's used for God. If your father is drinking a nice drink... And you are asking for some and he puts it on your lips. Then he has given you his drink, his cup or his goblet for you to drink from. And he can do that. But you can't just go and take what belongs to him and use it. So God wants your body for himself. And then if anything you have to do again, it is secondary 
Yes. Wholly dedicated and acceptable unto God must be the way he wants it. That's what I mean, the way he wants it. Those who are married understand what I'm saying because sometimes if you want to even have sex, the way you want it is not the way it's presented. So it's not acceptable. Because there is a standard. Yes, it can be presented, but it's not presented in the way that was an acceptable way. You think that they are making noise. You sit down and say they are making noise. But this is where most marriages falter and fail. And when you are young, maybe your mother will not tell you, your father may not tell you, but if you die, if they expose you, you'll be spoiled. But your pastor has to tell you because before you enter the marriage, you need counseling. And this is part of the counseling. You see, the brothers are clapping because they understand what I'm saying. Yes. And you may think that, oh, what is it? Ah, but me too, but I'm also your wife. So if I say this, then you too. You see, those are the problems of marriage. You cannot resolve it if this is your mind and this is how your mind is working. Can't resolve it. You bring food. You come and serve it how any howly. No, 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 no. There are some people who eat with their eyes before they eat with their mouth. Yes. You come and put the food there. It seems like you don't like my food because you are not presenting it in that acceptable way. Most sisters resist this because they feel that it makes them work too much. But that's why, then you don't marry. Just, just be there and eat your indomie and just be in your room. Just eat your conflicts and drink your milo. But when you marry somebody and the person doesn't want milo in the evening, you say, oh, you read a book on dieting that eating after six o'clock, it, it is not healthy. Ah, <laughs> So, so you dear, you make Milo. Who make Milo saying? Eh? Are you the one who brought the Akwahoma? Are you the one who gave the chop money? Even if he didn't give the chop money, he did the engagement. And if he even, you gave him your cloth for him to use to engage you and that you have the upper hand, you made a mistake. He was, so he was supposed to buy it and use it for you. Since you allowed him to use your cloth, then it's up to you too. Oh, person wearing it by force. And you see on your ready. Now see you, but I have cloth there. You can even use my cloth. Now he has, you have used your cloth and he has not bought any cloth for you. You say, even this marriage cry, it seems that like I am the one who married myself. And so I am the one who should dictate things in the house. You have made a mistake. <laughs> you made a mistake. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make you the husband. <laughs> it doesn't make you the husband. people, maybe a, a lady you may not like my message that you may be writing the comment that what about the men also, what should they do for their wife, but you see that argument you are making is a sign of your pride it's a sign of your stubbornness it's a sign of your somewayness and your difficulty as a wife yes, and if you squeeze your mouth, I'm pointing out to you that you are proud, if you like squeeze your mouth And and, and you don't have to watch me. Go to another channel and watch. 
But you'll be, you'll be turning away from your life. Yes. Because this is the life that must come for you yes. and for your life. Yes. Don't change the dance. Stay right there. Don't change the dance. Salome, are you hearing? One lady was telling me, was thanking me that I said, how can a woman, a lady, you don't bath twice? She said, she, it has never occurred to her that it's like bathing twice is an important thing. You see, meanwhile, these are basic things. Well, if you have a good mother, yeah. is that not what mothers will tell yeah. you yeah. that you should bath? They yeah. will show you, yeah. brush your teeth, shave your armpit. Yeah. Mothers and how you should do it. Is that not mothers how you do? Yes. And if you are a girl and your mother is telling you and you are... Shut up before I come and burn your mouth. Even when you go to a good secondary school, they'll be teaching you all these things. Hygiene and all these things. Anyway, so that's not what I'm preaching. I'm just talking about acceptable, acceptable service. Acceptable. He says, acceptable unto God. Because you can present yourself, you can say you are holy and sanctified, but it's not acceptable. Not acceptable. Well, a lot of Christians, the way we have given our life to Christ, I, I wonder whether he accepts it. Because you have given some, you have not given all. Your time is not for him. Your money, that's what money there. It's like, ah, I say I gave you my heart. Now, what do you want with my money? <laughs> Me and you don't have chimpe as our slogan, our game. You and God, we don't divide things equally. You said, give me my heart, not my pocket. If you wanted my pocket, you'd have also added that. And the Bible says, if you can do these three things, that is your reasonable service. That's your reasonable service. And reasonable means what? Reasonable means that's what is appropriate. Do you understand? One day, a pastor was doing marriage counseling for a couple. It's not about marriage, but it's just as passed through. And the man was complaining about the wife that she's not she's not Tender, she's not, especially when it comes to sex, she's some way, she's some way, she makes herself some way, it's like almost like an untouchable. And he was very broken by it because he married her as a virgin. But she was not a virgin. She had had many, 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 many from different, different nationalities. Yes. So when the pastor heard the story, he asked her, have you had different, different, different ones? She said yes. From different, different nationalities, she said yes. Were you servicing them nicely like acrobatics, gymnastics, and then aerobics? Were you doing things for them? Yes, I was. But that was when I was in the world. So then the pastor said that, did any of those Japanese, Chinese, Australian, American, Taiwanese, Indonesian, 
Pakistani men, Italian men, and 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 Bangla, 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 Bangladesh. Did they put a ring on your finger? She said no. And the pastor said, okay. None of these men who used you put a ring on your finger. But this poor Christian brother has married you. Has decided not to. Did he touch you before? No. So just to preserve you for himself when he has married you. After he has married you, no. Now when he's touching you, then you make yourself, oh, ah, not tonight. Oh, ah, why are you worrying me? Oh, ah, and my head is paining me. Oh, ah, but yesterday you came, why are you coming again today? Oh, ah, ah, when you eat, don't you get full? Hey! It was not easy for her. The pastor blasted her. Well, 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 well. You were jumping like a frog over Japanese men. And circumcised men were blowing you. You were flowing. Philistines. People whose languages you don't even know. You are able to sleep with them. Somebody has come and gone to see your father and your mother and put a ring on your finger and done what is necessary and has done a wedding on top and put a white gown, financed everything, and brought you to his house. Rented a place, and whatever, and now he's, you are now missus. Nasser, he's rubbing his arm, uh, or he hits your bum, it's like, hey, my darling. And he said, ah, why? Why are you worrying me? Hey, what do you mean? But you see, for somebody like that, your reasonable service, your reasonable service, is to return the love and the responsibility that this person has shown. The high level of respect he has accorded you by not using you and dumping you. Your reasonable service is to be more athletic, more acrobatic, more gymnastics, more agility, more aerobics. Your reasonable, more malleable, more usable, more bendable, more yielding. Oh, and for all of us, look at what Christ has done for you. You see, what has He has done for you? He has saved you. He's washed you, cleansed you. Come to church now, bluff. Join the bus center now. Who is going to teach us? Is it Bishop or Rev? Not Rev, that, that, that shepherd. Me, me, I don't talk to shepherds. So. I don't allow shepherds to preach to me. Shepherd, what do they know? Me, Bishop is always my pastor. I mean, these people are not my, these people are not my, what do they know? When you go, then they'll be, even the, when they say, uh, you know, Chronicles, then you don't know whether it's Chronicles or Corinthians or whatever, they always get, come. yeah, I don't, I don't follow such people. 
I won't go anywhere, Bia. The other day he called me that I should come for center service. I said when I when I was asking who was going to lead, there's some shepherd, Bia. Oh no, look at him, Bia. Look at him. That, that is the one going there. Look at him. Look at his head, Bia. Then I I should go. What will he teach me? It's a bishop, and I am a pastor. It's the bishop who is my pastor. Not all these small small boys. I'm looking for manager. I say apprentice. Your reasonable service for what he has done. Let me close with this one. In Mark, no, 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 it's a short service. Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. I told you that I'm introducing to you my series. I'm starting on Sunday. But this one is just an introduction just for you to understand. Because it's like this the background. It's like, Obia Hofro Odinimoja. They beat the way they beat Jesus. Eh? Oh, go and watch the passion of the Christ. I think one of these days we should watch the passion of the Christ. Yeah, Beautiful. and see how they beat him. I mean, don't you do blood donation? Have you done blood donation before? Do they beat you before you give up your blood? Ah, they could have. I mean, and then afterwards they even give you milo. So if Jesus need the blood of Jesus was just needed, I mean, they should just collect it, just put uh, something and just draw the blood out. He died. He doesn't have to suffer. Banyankoponim say, every lamb, every sheep, when is brought to the sacrifice, is not a gentle blood donation. They cut off the neck. Do you understand? They wring out the blood. They cut the thing into. They mutilate the body and cut the different parts. Wave some, throw some away, give some to priests. Give some. It's like, it's like by the time the sacrifice is, there's nothing left of it. They burn them. And if his son has to be a sacrifice, it cannot be another type. Before Satan says that, but you th- I thought you said we are making a sacrifice for me, but ah. This blood nation there. That's not how they sacrifice people. They beat him. They slapped him. They gave him whips and lashes 40 times on his back. Each of them bringing out flesh and blood. And when he has died, and you give yourself to him, and he's calling you that, oh, just come and be with me and you know, just join. Even you don't do anything, but just come and add yourself so that as a king, my, my people are a lot. The Bible says that the glory of a king is in the multitude of his people. Don't stay away. And it's important for you to be in the church. It's important for you to preach my word. I've given, I've done the hard part. When they say go and preach, it's like somebody's worrying you. What is your reasonable service? What is the appropriate thing to do? So in this passage, the madman of Gadara, the Bible says that he was dwelling in tombs. The Bible says that they bound him with chains and fetters. Nobody could tame him. The Bible says that he was filled with unclean spirits, about 6,000 of them. 
screaming, cutting himself. Then he met Jesus. And Jesus with a with stroke of a pen, he cast out the demons. The Bible says that the guy came to sit down, clothed and in his right mind. Everything was normal. When the people came to see him, they were afraid. He said, hey, is it not this madman who was dwelling in the tombs, isolated from human beings, bound with chains that chains cannot even control him, living only in a territory that maybe human beings don't go normally, cutting himself, bleeding, bleeding and crying and cutting at the same time, self-destructing. Is that not him sitting there Yes, but when they had to come get nice clothes and he looks normal now, what I say, oh, there's a man called Jesus Christ. When he came into contact with Jesus, he became a normal person. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus changed his life completely. Many of us are like this madman. Nobody could control you. Father couldn't control you. Mother couldn't control you. School, school rules couldn't control you. School authorities couldn't control you. High walls in your house couldn't control you. I mean, police even couldn't control you. Grandmother, dear. And now, Jesus has made you nice. Look how you've done your hair. Look how you are dressed. You've covered your breast, everything. You, 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 that open or address here. Nobody can see the cleavage. What? What? We can't see your G-string or your pants. Ah. You know that's not how you wear. You know that's not how you wear. When you wear those dresses, as if a dress like what you are wearing, I say, oh, my friends will laugh at me. You that you can wear you, you, you no longer wear these short short hot pants bum shorts so that your g-string appears at your waist level everybody can see the collar everybody can see the extent to which you are wearing it with beads around your waist and today look at what Jesus has done for you you've covered your breasts your nipples we can't see it our first people, when you go to your nightclub, different people touch your nipple because it's a whole like you know, it's a whole pointedly. I say headlamps. Yes. When you are dancing, people pass behind you, then they they they, they make like they are playing table tennis, then then you, you you shake it. When they touch it, then you shake. When they touch, then you shake. Hey! You can stand on a table and dance and take off your bra and wave it in the air like this. But look at what Jesus has done in your life. You are clothed and in your right mind. I said you were like that from your mother's womb. Look at the boys. You are just lucky that you don't have three children because you have killed them. You caused abortion. You and the girl, the girl was only 16. She has given birth for you three times. Only that you killed them before they were born. <laughs> 
So you are a murderer standing here, but nobody knows. And when you got saved, now I feel you are even struggling, struggling to keep yourself from continuing that lifestyle. But church in tea, you are now clothed and in your right mind. So, listen to what Jesus, the man who was cleansed. Give me verse 18. Verse 18. Verse 18. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. I said, that, that's a reasonable service. I must be with you. I must follow you to the end. Tibia nina ramu, minina nenam. Oh, oyo yonkwa, oni mi ramoda. Tibia nina ramu, minina nenam. I walk with Jesus. I walk with you, Jesus. Baby, I'm kobia. It's a medi wet baby abe kobi ame kobi erade because niaudia wajama me a sumbo mame do do it's too precious, it's too nice. Nobody liked me. Nobody I never related with anybody for so many years. I was an outcast, I was in the tombs, I was isolated, I was filled with demons, I was a madman. But you have done something in my life. I don't feel like going back to my house. I feel like following you. That's your reasonable service. That's the reasonable. That's like that's the reason I'm presenting my body to you as a living sacrifice. Now that I'm clothed and in my right mind, I want to give you this my right mind. I want to give you this my my washed polished body. I want to give you now my brains, which are now alive and can think and can do something. I want to use it for you. That is the reasonable sense. That's what you should do. Sometimes you think that he needs you. Doesn't need us. Doesn't need you. Doesn't need me. But for what he has done, eh, it is our reasonable response to present our bodies a living sacrifice. To preach, to teach, to tell others what he has done in our lives. To give him our hearts and give him our lives. That's what he, his, his said. He felt that that's the thing that he must do. So I, I, I give you my... I, I, yes. I have given it to you. Take it and use it. Verse 19 says, but Jesus Jesus suffered him not or didn't allow him. But that was a good, the good and the normal thing to do. And Jesus said, no. Rather go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee 
and hath had compassion on thee. That means go to your friends. I'm, 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 you are my ambassador, but don't come and follow me. But where we are going, we are also going somewhere. We are also going to represent the gospel there. But over here, there will be nobody. If you leave them, there will be nobody. If you go away from here, nobody will tell them how great things God has done in your life. That's your reasonable response. Give him your heart, give him your life, and preach him. When they say, let's go and preach. Every day you are worrying me. Why? Why worry me? I told I won't reach out. Everything has its own time. Oh, really? Is that your response? Is that your response? That we should go and preach. Let's bring somebody to church. Oh, Jesus said, Go home to your friends. And that's the charge he's giving us. Go home to your friends. Go home to your colleagues at work. Go home to your neighbors. And tell them how great things the Lord has done for you. And has had compassion on you. So that they too can have the encounter you have had with me. Because for some people, they may never meet Jesus one on one. You are the only Jesus some will ever know. Is that not a song like that? You are the only Jesus. You are the only Jesus some will ever know. And so he told them, don't come and follow me and just add to my disciples, which is a good thing. Because he went up into a mountain, Mark 3.13, and called unto him whom he would, and they came unto him. And he selected twelve, he ordained twelve, that they might be with him, and that he would send them forth to preach. This is always the two-part assignment that God gives. Be with him and send to preach. Be with him and send to preach. So ladies and gentlemen, In conclusion, let us present our bodies a living sacrifice. Living and active. Healthy and strong. Not when our eyes are dim. Now you can't see, you can't walk properly. Not when your ankles and your joints have given up and you can't walk. Bishop Saki tells me, his mother is passionate about evangelism, but she cannot walk. But she used to go all around preaching till now she couldn't walk. She's always saying, oh, if God can give me more energy to walk. She's 80-something. You are young, you can walk. You can go to Santor, you can go to uh, even Ashima. You can go to Atabeka, you can go to Zenu. But this time is when you are also not using it. You are not presenting it to him as a living sacrifice. You are giving it to other things. What is your reasonable service? What is your reasonable? When the madman was cleansed, he said no. For what? So, 
Niawaya mami sombo every man come and so how will you say the thanksgiving he has showed you the way he said go home to thy friends your reasonable service and tell them how great things the Lord has done. But you yourself in your heart, dear, you commit yourself to the Lord because he knew that the best way to say thank you to Jesus was to say, look, I give you my heart, I give you my life, my time, my money, everything. I'm going with you wherever you go. And Jesus said, that's good. Because if you come and you are with me, the next thing I'll do after we have been together for some time is to send you to go and preach. So I'll take it that I've been with you enough. Go home to thy friends and tell them what great things he has done and has had compassion. Let us rise up and prosecute this glorious gospel and glorious mission unreservedly with our hearts, with our might, with our time, with sacrificing, giving up. And it's not going to be something that is just easy and just normal to do. It's not easy like that. There will be traffic, but we have to make it. There will be opposition from the home, but we have to make it. There will be opposition from your work, we have to make it. There will be opposition from your own body, which sometimes gets weary. Do you understand? But we have to press on until we stand before the master and he will say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Stand to your feet. Let's close. Lift your hand and just pray. Yes, Lord. Present your bodies, oh, present yes. your hearts, present your soul, your mind, your intellect to God as a living sacrifice. Holy. Which is an, an acceptable oh, to him and acceptable in the way he wants it, in the way he likes it, in the way he wants it, in the way he likes it, in the way he wants it. Morata Ramanda <laughs> The is 
semikai dionya miaya adiawa ye adiawa ya ma Father, we thank you for the blessing of hearing your word. Oh, yes. We will live to ever give you thanks for all your goodness, all your mercies you have showed us. We praise you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Lord, what is our reasonable response for all the mercies? Some of us have had healings, healing testimonies, financial miracles, financial miracle testimonies. Some of us have been healed in different ways emotionally. Some of us have been healed, Lord, even in our relationships. And Lord, all that you have done from what is our reasonable response? To give you our bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy, dedicated, consecrated, hallowed, separated, set apart unto God. And in an acceptable way that will be pleasing to you. We pray for your strength. We pray for your mercy. We pray, oh God, that you will energize us and enable us to present and continually yield ourselves to you. Save us, oh God, from taking back what we must give up to you. Save us, oh God, from running away from the sacrifice we must make to run after you. Oh, my Father, I thank you for everyone in this room and for all those who are watching online right now and those that may watch or listen hereafter that our hearts our bodies our minds shall be yielded to god as living active energy driven bodies and hearts and minds unto our god thank you master we bless you we thank you in jesus name amen Maybe you are watching online or you are here, you are not a born again Christian. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. Before we leave here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Oh, mighty God, I pray that you will not leave this room or you will not let us finish this broadcast without giving your heart to Jesus Christ. As every head is bowed, every eye closed, if you are here like that, please lift up your right hand in the air so I can pray with you. Lift your, your hand in the air. Oh, yes. Let's all pray this prayer together. Say after me, those of you watching, those of us here, say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please come into my heart and take control. I give you my heart. You said I should give you your heart, my heart. I am giving you my heart. My heart is yours. My body is yours. My mind is yours. Take over, Lord. And if you can use anything, use me, Lord. 
in Jesus name Amen My heart has found in you a hope that will abide We trust you have been refreshed by the word of truth rightly divided by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters Join us every Sunday at 10am and on Tuesdays at 7.30pm on the Riverside Flow Service and connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM God richly bless you Take me